Welcome to WMPG Podcasts, brought to you by WMPG and the University of Southern Maine. Be sure to check out all the available podcasts at WMPG.org. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Breaking Down, a podcast where I take great music, open it up, and look inside. My name is DJ Mirage, and today we will be moving on to both the songs Gossip and The Less I Know the Better in the album Currents by Tame Impala. But let's go over what we just went through in the last episode. The last episode, we went through the song eventually, where the narrator clashed with his ex when the breakup doesn't exactly go as he planned, and all of a sudden he's doubting himself, and he says, but I'm going to get over it eventually. I have to be strong. And he sort of keeps saying that in his head that he's going to get over it and never actually gets over it. And the song fades out, and that's where we're left today. Now, before we jump into gossip, it has to be iterated that time has passed since eventually. A lot of time has passed. Not years, but either a few weeks or a couple months have passed since the last song. And we're introduced... To gossip, where it sort of hits us in the face with this overlapping synth where some of it is wavy and the majority of it we hear is sort of almost flute-like going up and down in volume and it's really relaxing and personally I love to listen to this and relax to this song. However, the deeper meaning behind these overlapping waves of synth is that this is the world around him. He's not in a happy place and he hasn't dropped the feeling he got from eventually. And the rest of the world around him are just people talking. He doesn't really care what they're saying or what they're saying to him or each other. He's just kind of going through life and the world is just these overlapping, not really expressionistic, synth waves and then we're introduced to this guitar going up and down in pitches and it's very relaxing here to us but to him somebody has just come to him and with information and a conversation that stands out from the rest this somebody is giving him gossip gossip about who Well, none other than his ex-girlfriend. They're telling him something about his ex-girlfriend, specifically that she's with somebody else. She's been seen out with another guy, and that guy and her are apparently quote-unquote together or are thought to be together. We will learn this in the next song, and that's where actually I get all this information, and we'll break that down. But this is so cool that... All of these conversations in this album, when it's not the narrator, it's either inside his head or it's instruments. Instruments representing what other people are saying to him. And that's so interesting because what they're saying can be interpreted in so many ways. But in my interpretation, this gossip is about his ex. It riles him up. It gets him going. And then it flows right into the next song, which is The Less I Know, The Better. So while we're done with the analysis on gossip, I know it's short, 
was only a 50 second song and it's got one purpose which is to launch the narrator into the less i know the better which is one of tame impala's most popular songs and arguably their most popular song period and if you listen to it you can understand why it's got a dancey beat and the bass lines are amazing and i'm a sucker for bass so let's start digging into the song so we as an audience after the analysis that i just gave must assume that the narrator hears this gossip and immediately runs to see his ex-girlfriend because apparently he knows where she is and they possibly are still walking side by side and are possibly still friends after their breakup like he said in Yes, I'm Changing. So we are introduced with this awesome bass line for the first 8 to 12 beats. And that's all we hear is the bass line which pulls us in and then he introduces the guitar riffs and the drums all overshadowed obviously by the bass until the first verses so then we are delivered the first verse of the song someone said they left together i ran out the door to get her she was holding hands with trevor not the greatest feeling ever so that first line someone said they left together is evidence that gossip was somebody delivering their the narrator a message where he immediately runs after his ex girlfriend right off the bat showing us that he still cares he hasn't gotten over eventually and he still wants to be with her why else would he run after her he says i ran out the door to get her she was holding hands with trevor not the greatest feeling ever so like i just said he's still hung up over her he doesn't want to see her go and he still wants to be involved in her life the narrator then quotes his ex saying said pull yourself together you should try your luck with heather so his ex immediately waves him off and says leave go try your luck with another girl i really don't want to see you anymore i'm with trevor he goes on to say and i hope they slept together oh the less i know the better the less i know the better so his mind is now racing. He's thinking, oh, they're together now. They've probably slept together. Oh, God, I don't want to think about this. I want to be ignorant. The less I know, the better. The next verse, I'm just going to read as if I'm the narrator because it's just him gushing to his ex. Oh, my love, can't you see yourself by my side? No surprise, you're on his shoulder like every night. Oh, my love. Can't you see a child on my mind? Don't suppose we could convince your lover to change his mind? So goodbye. So here, the narrator begins off saying, Don't you still want to be with me? Because he still wants to be with her. Can't you see yourself by my side? And he's thinking, no surprise, you're on his shoulder like every night. Because he... There's a few things here. He might be jealous or intimidated by this guy he might be handsome he might also be consoling her for the breakup that they both just went through either way he's saying i get it you're with him every night he goes on to say oh my love can't you see a child on my mind 
He is insinuating to her that he wants to have a kid with her and he wants to have a future with her when a few songs ago he said, there's a different future for you and I. We're not going to be together anymore. See you later. And now he's saying, can't you see that there's a future for you and I? We're going to have children. And then he goes on to say, don't suppose we could convince your lover to change his mind. He's asking her that them, as a team, they're going to turn to Trevor and say, you know what, never mind. Us two, we're a team. We're going to start dating again. We're, we have a future together. But she turns that down, obviously, because then he says, so goodbye. This is really important because this means he's turning and leaving. He is leaving the conversation and he's about to leave her for good. Or he has gotten the message that she doesn't want to be with him. So he's leaving. He thinks he has no shot. The ex-girlfriend then says, It's not now or never. Wait ten years. We'll be together. And he says, I said better late than never. Just don't make me wait forever. This is a pivotal moment in the album where the rest of the album would not exist if she didn't look at him and say, you know what, maybe it'll happen, wait for me, and it might happen. She's looking at him, knowing that he still wants her, and says, hold on, I still have some feelings for you, I'm just with this guy now. Wait ten freaking years, and we'll be together again. And he turns around and goes, oh, you know what, yeah, I'll wait, better late than never, just don't make me wait forever. And he says this three times, don't make me wait forever don't make me wait forever because he doesn't want her to stay with this guy and he's dying to be with her again because of the feeling he still has from eventually. It's just frustrating when they're both unhealthy. There's no one-sided unhealthy mind in this relationship, which makes this song so real and complicated. And they're both just hanging on to a dead unhealthy relationship and he's saying wait come back and she's saying you wait for me and I'll be back and it goes back and forth where she says wait I want to be with you a couple songs ago and he says no this is good for both of us we have to move on and then he flips the script it's just frustrating but at the same time that's what makes this album so good because there's so many layers of emotions that are so human. It's not just we make a decision and we move on. It's completely over and we have no feeling of it. There's still that lingering emotion in us that Kevin Parker captures so well in this song where now he's changed his mind, but she's already in another relationship. After this, the narrator is just watching them be together and waiting, and he asks again, whether it's straight to her or he's just saying it out loud to the world. Oh, my love, can't you see yourself by my side? I don't suppose you could convince your lover to change his mind. He asks again because he's been waiting. Those three don't make me wait forever. Is him waiting and waiting and waiting. And obviously he's impatient because he's watching the girl he loves be with somebody else. But he asks again because he's getting impatient. This verse then drops into, I was doing fine without you. 
Till I saw your face, now I can't erase. Eating into all his bullshit. Is this what you want? Is this who you are? So he's waited long enough, and now he's regretting asking her to come back with him. Because now he's stuck in a mindset where he's waiting for her, and he's realizing that he regrets even looking at her. Because he says, I was doing fine without you until I saw your face, now I can't erase. Now he can't stop thinking about her, now he can't move on, and all of those nostalgic moments from their past are coming back to him and they're sticking with him. He can't get over it. And he says, eating into all his bullshit. So he thinks he's a bad guy. He's saying, this guy's not good for you. He's lying to you. He's just another guy. And he finishes with, is this what you want? Is this who you are? He's thinking, have you changed? Are you this person that wants to be with this type of guy instead of me? Do you want to listen to his nonsense instead of me who is this real person? The narrator then repeats, I was doing fine without you till I saw your eyes turn away from mine. Oh, sweet darling, where he wants you. Said, come on, Superman, say your stupid line. Come on, Superman, say your stupid line. He says that three times. So, he's asking again, or he's saying again, I was doing fine without you till I saw your eyes turn away from mine. Now, that imagery is really intense because if you've ever broken up with somebody that you care about, and then they sort of treat you like you aren't there and you see them with somebody else and both of you lock eyes and they don't really make any face towards you and they just kind of look away as if you're nothing. That stings and you have, if you're in an unhealthy mindset, you have this urge to redeem yourself so that you don't deserve that look. And then he says, oh sweet darling, you're right where he wants you. You are being played by him. And she says three times to him. This is her talking to him now. She's saying, come on, Superman, say your stupid line. She's saying, huh, you're trying to save me from something that's not here. It's stupid that you're trying to woo me away from this guy that I care about now. Come on, Superman, say your stupid line. Say it again. Say it as many times as you want. I'm not budging. And that's where we're left in the song. Him now kind of getting all this pent-up anger in him because he's waiting for her. He's becoming impatient. He's saying, this guy's bullshit. Let me save you. And she's saying, I don't believe you. I think you're full of bullshit. I'm not moving. And then the song sort of ends. We just hear kind of the bass finish up, and then the song just abruptly ends with a quick drum beat. So let's just recap what just happened. The narrator in Gossip heard gossip from somebody else about his ex-girlfriend and this person that she's with. So he runs out to get her, confronts her, is about to move on from the relationship, and the album would have ended right there if she said nothing. But she said, come back. Wait a really long time so that I can be with this guy and I'll come back to you in time. I'll come back to you eventually. Eventually. So he stays and he's waiting 
and he becomes impatient over time and tries to get her away from him and she doesn't and she's kind of toying with him she's playing with him and then the song ends what a nice way to end a plot that's real nice i get a little worked up over the song because they are both here displayed as being extremely unhealthy it's not one-sided they're both playing with each other and they're making their lives worse they're making everybody else's lives worth worse and it's just not good for anybody either way this is the end of the episode i hope you got as worked up as i did in the next episode we will be listening to track eight of currents which is called past life now some time passes just a heads up time passes between now and past life i mean a long time so you're going to want to tune in for that episode to see where our narrator goes and until then i will see you in the next episode of breaking down This has been an MPG podcast brought to you by WMPG and the University of Southern Maine. Be sure to check out all the available podcasts at wmpg.org.